This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via other participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and time supply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, good evening and welcome to this latest episode of the Forever Bristol City podcast. It finished at Ashton Gate tonight. Bristol City nil, winless in 10, Millwall 2. It was bad on Saturday. We didn't think it could get any worse. It did. Joining me uh, at the moment is uh, Dave Fevs. Ian's uh, away from his normal place of uh, listening and he's forgotten to take his headphones. So uh, maybe a good idea that Ian's not going to contribute uh, in the vocal sense uh, tonight. And I think Mark is uh, doing his media piece on another uh, radio show, as he does. So we've got – I'm glad it's you here, Dave, because you can always give an objective view on uh, things. Um well, we always begin these pods by sort of just having a quick resume of the game. I mean, Dave, sum it up before we go into the detail in 90 seconds. I, I, I guess I might be unpopular here, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it was better than the Saturday, but not a lot better and, and ultimately not not good enough, really. We, I, I, we look like we're devoid of confidence out there and... You know, we can't string passes together and, and, and teams look to be better football in size than what, what we do at the moment. And yeah, I think it's a, a a bit of a worrying spell, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I, I, I said at half time, I said, well, I said it was a bit better because Millwall weren't taking the game to us. They got that goal and uh, what have you, but they weren't adventurous at all. The fact that they won by uh, two goals uh, to nil, you know, they'll be well pleased with that. I mean, this is Millwall's worst run for 14 years. They'd lost three out of their last four, hadn't had a win in 10, last win on the 28th of October. Um, the starting lineup, uh, Dave, uh, there were changes made, and I thought, you know, Masengo coming in for O'Dowder, um, you know, changing to a back three. Um, and it was Mariapa who played on the left, wasn't it? So that was him saying, yeah. I'm experienced. Taylor, you're not very good on the left. What was your thoughts on the lineup when you saw that just an hour before kickoff? Well, I, th- I think in terms of personnel, knowing the injuries we got, players having played games, actually it was 10 out of the 11 that I w- would have started with tonight. So I'm not going to go in hindsight and say, oh, what God, was the other one? That, what was the change? But, what believe, the, believe it or not, was it the was 11? Fam, yeah. fam to start alongside Wells instead of Martin. But I, I picked you know, I didn't necessarily have Mariapa on the left. I thought Mariapa might play um, on the right. I thought Taylor Moore might play in the centre. And I thought uh, Callas might Hello. be the Hello. captain's yeah, Mark, responsibility. And, and, uh, and, um, and uh, go, go on the left-hand side. But otherwise, I, I thought it was time to bring Masengo back in. thought we needed his energy. Um, yeah. And I guess, you know, we didn't know at the time when I was 
picking my side that uh, front fronts out injured. So uh, that really kind of just give us that. The, you know, there wasn't much choice out there if you're going to rest them down, if you're going to going to rest uh, other other people as well. So yeah, Viner did work yeah, out. Viner and uh, and yeah, Biner, yeah, yeah. No, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, uh, you've just come in. We 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 won't. Well, I, I asked Dave to uh, sum up the the match in. Uh, well, he did it a lot shorter than that, which is probably the best thing, really. Sum up the game in uh, less than thirty seconds, and then give your thoughts on the starting lineup before we start talking about the action, what there was of it, and what the outcome of this game is going to be as well. I think. Um, a big inquest, I think. Um, that was the most the most pathetic inept performance that I've seen for City for for, for many a year. They looked scared uh, in the first half, apart from one run from Rowe and Mill. Just had to simply sit in and wait for City to turn the ball over, and then walk it back towards the goal to create chance after chance. With a particular threat from Jeb Wallace on the right, gave two goals away and offered nothing going forward. Capped off by pathetic challenges from Diju, who stupidly got himself sent off. Yeah, and that's it. Well, he got one <laughs> birthday card that he didn't really want. In fact, a referee gave him two, so uh, or three because he got well, three. three. Well, he, two yards in a row. He dived, he dived in when the ball had already gone on, on, on the left flank for the first one. That was the, I the missed that one, first one, right, yeah. So yeah, he tried, and then he, was yeah. Trying to bi- he tried a bicycle kick on the edge of their area when, when, he, when he had no right to win the ball mm. and got himself a second yellow. I mean, was that, was that a straight red, uh, Dave and David, or, uh, uh, or really? he, got, he got two yellows? You got I, two I yellows, think, yeah, think, didn't he? Yeah, I think it could have been a, a straight red. I think that would have been harsh, and I think, you know, ultimately, it, it, it was stupid. Um, I, he got booked. The kind of stupid thing about the first booking was the referee was late in giving the foul on our player, and, of course, fans then committed to tackling. And yeah. I thought, I thought if anything, it was probably a bit harsh to, to book him, bearing in mind that the ref was slow on the whistle. Um, but, you know, but I... The, the ball, the, the free kick before they launch the ball into the box where Fam ultimately gets sent off, their bloke kicks it 40 yards down the pitch after the whistle's gone. Fam has a little moan to the referee about it, saying, look, come on, you should have booked him for that. He's deliberately yeah. kicked it down the pitch. And, and I think the ref had his, you know, Fam's cards marked, but Fam didn't do himself any any favours with that. You know, I, I don't buy that he didn't know no. the other guy no. was there. I think, I think he's... He's had a bit of red mist descended on him, and and probably off the back of not being picked tonight, having having scored last week in not the last two Saturday, games, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and, prob- yeah. and probably yeah, yeah, Torre and bought him a birthday cake either. So you know, that, that, that reminds me. That reminds me of the Charlton game last year, and I'm sure he came on his sub in that game as well. When well, he, when he, tried to, he basically, he, yeah, he, the guy was down on the floor shielding the ball. So he, attend, he took about six kicks at the ball and took lumps out of the player's legs. Yeah, and, yeah. No, I remember that. He scored that night, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, he, yeah, yeah we, not... I mean, Josh Brownhill got, got a last-minute goal after that. Yeah, that, I was halfway, that, um, I was halfway along the road K- at Phelan by Tinsfield. That was such a bad game. I mean, this is a good thing, really, because you imagine the crowd tonight would have been half decent. Well, would it after Saturday? I don't know. If it, if it had been a, a normal match, right? The crowd would have been going ballistic, weren't they, with the lack of improvement again? And let's let's look at the uh, let's look at the first goal. I mean. Actually, who's back, who's back don't, away say, on don't, say, don't yeah. say the highlights, stop. please. Don't say no, we're not doing highlights as such. Stop, t- right. stop typing. That's all yeah, we can Stop hear. typing, Mark. Put your keyboard Sorry. on mute. All right. No need to go banging away on your type- <laughs> typewriter. Uh, I mean, the goal, the first goal came on 16 minutes. It actually started when Dan Bentley rolled the ball out of Callas. And as I've said, he isn't no Webster when it comes to taking the ball out of defence. Callas lost the ball. It got played out onto the right. And then, was it Wallace, uh, Dave? The shot was blocked. And then it broke to uh, Leonard, whose uh, shot took a deflection off Bradshaw. Bradshaw claimed it. But uh, did you see it that Callas losing the ball as City came out? That's I, what contributed to the goal. I, I can't remember what happened before because Mariapa gave the free kick away, didn't he, on the edge of the box? And. and and, yeah. I, and I thought Bradshaw Mariappa fouled was, by Mariapa. That's right. Of course it was. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if Mariapa was quite hard done by that because I think the guy might have grabbed Mariapa's shirt and spun him. And Mariapa then can't get back at him. And I think that's what Mariapa was complaining about. Whether he got a touch on the ball or not, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to see it again to see whether Mariapa mm. was 
just got too tight and got rolled or whether the guy had a shirt. It just looked a bit, a little bit suspect. Um, you know, I think ultimately he has brought the guy down to get a free kick. War does its job, comes out to the edge of the box and, yeah, shot comes in and Bradshaw just gets a little deflection. It would have been pretty much straight down Bentley's throat otherwise, wouldn't it? Which, yeah, so, it did enough. Is that so, how you saw it as well, Mark? Is that how you saw it, the goal? Yeah, yeah. well, everybody everybody was drawn into the shot. I think it was by Wallace. Uh, Moore got a good got a, got a good block on the ball. Yeah. The ball did its job. But we just didn't react quickly enough. I think Leonard hammered the ball in and Bradshaw did a great job because I think, you know, uh, then Bentley's unsighted. And he just hooks it. He just hooks it round uh, Bentley. Sends it on his uh, way for, for one 0 Yeah, sends it on its way. But he was a player we were interested in years ago when he was at um, Walsall, wasn't it? Yeah, if I go back. Yeah, yeah, Seven or eight yeah. Years, but... he, he was it. He went to Barnes Leap, and, he, and he's had lots, lots of injuries yeah. during during his career. I think. Yeah. Remember when we played the uh, JVT final? He was uh, he wasn't fully fit then, and he'd uh, been scoring a few goals. But that's right. I mean, just should we move on to the next action? Well, after I'll that? Say the next piece of action, I'll come back to you, uh, Dave, on this. I mean, uh, you be Wallace quiet, was because mum's was... trying to sleep. Wallace, Wallace was fouled by. No, she's what? trying to sleep, so just shut up, please. Oh, I don't know who that is talking. Have we, have we got Sorry about that. I don't know who that is talking in the background. Sorry about that. Trying to sleep. Um, Wallace uh, was fouled by. Uh, uh, Tommy Rowe and this is where we had the Wells free kick which was blocked on the line by the keeper Dave I've seen images on the, the forum or on Twitter where that went over the line did it or, or not how did you no, see it no it, no it didn't and they showed a, a replay of the goal line technology later and it's it's three quarters over the line but unfortunately a quarter of it not so it's it, 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 it's not a goal I think if you look at a, a video still of it you know, because the ball's in the air, it looks like it's over the line, but 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 it wasn't. So you know, it's the right decision. I think I think yeah, Toby on commentary said said we haven't got goal line championship. We, we, yeah. we have got goal line technology in the championship. So I tweeted him and said, yes, we have. So and as, as was as was proved. So yeah, it's not unfortunate. We, ha- we have got Wells- goal line technology in the championship. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, we I do. Think... He, he he got he got that wrong. But I think the yeah. the, the, the free yeah. kit was set up by a very good run from Rowe. One of yeah, the very, yeah. very rare, rare forward forays we had. Masengo played him in. He went between two players and he drew the free kick. There was just nobody. Yeah. There was I nobody thought, prepared to do that in the first half at all. I or thought Wallace was, was lucky not to get a yellow card for that, to be no. honest. Because I think yeah, he should have got a yellow card. I think just before that as well, Wells almost got in from a free kick, didn't he? And the, their defenders made a great block. Otherwise he, That's he, right. He, he dropped behind him and he couldn't get yeah. it out from under his He couldn't mm. get out from under his feet, could he? But uh, no. there we go. But then uh, Millwall, I keep call, nearly call him Walsall then, but they do end in all. Um, Millwall almost got a second on 28 minutes. And it, again, it was shoddy defending by City, wasn't it, uh, Mark? The ball crossed in by Wallace and there was uh, Mason Bennett. He should have scored. He blasted it into Rosetta, the uh, south stand, didn't he? Yeah, I think it was on his his wrong foot, and uh, again, you know, we get drawn drawn into the into the left flank, and he's just over the top of the defence. I think Nash is trying to track him, and he's onto the ball too quickly, and he hits it over the bar. Really, he should he should have scored. Really. Just all he needed to do was stick his knee on it, and it was in the back of the net. Yeah, I mean, Dave, that was sort of you know that wouldn't have been any more than. Uh... Millwall deserved to get a second goal. They weren't an attacking threat, but they just soaked up everything City had, had thrown yeah. at them, really, didn't they? I think, you know, that's that's the championship against, you know, half tidy sides, no matter where they are in the league. They're, they're a good defensive side, generally. And you give them a sniff by letting them go one nil up away from home and you're, you're in for a tough old evening, aren't you? And that, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, half-time, uh, Dave, a strong half-time team talk from uh, Dean was required. I mean, what would you have been saying if you were the manager to individuals or the team? You know, what 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 do you think was said? Because it can't have been a lot because the second half, it, was, it started in just the same vein. I, I think a lot of it is, you know, caring for the ball. And, you know, we knocked it around the back pretty okay. You know, sometimes, you know, we've made the the usual error of going backwards a bit and, you know, or knocking the ball just behind someone and losing momentum. But I thought we looked quite comfortable. But I, I you know, I I thought we had problems with Naj tonight in that his, his first 
thought was to get up alongside the forwards. And in doing so, when Moore got the ball, especially when we had it on our kind of like inside right of our own half, he had no one to pass it to. Hunter was being picked up by their left-sided player. Martin had someone up his arse. I think Vineman was pretty good on commentary in terms of saying, you can't knock a 40-yard straight ball into, into Martin when he's got someone up his arse because, you know, he's, what's he going to do? Get it and give it straight back again? And I yeah. think Nad, Nadge took a bit of his space, actually, and also some of the, the space because if Hunt could have dragged the left-back forward, then there's, there's you know, runs in behind that you can do. And I, and I don't think that yeah. helped us. I've, you know, I... It, we didn't show any way of breaking breaking the lines up. I said before the game, I thought it might be a bit like the Middlesbrough game, but I thought actually the Middlesbrough game, we we actually did get mm. in there half a little bit better than that, but it, it reminded me a bit of that, mm. but but a little bit worse. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Andreas, Andreas Weiman. I mean, he's a total contrast to the silver tongue uh, René Gilmartin, but I've written down here, Andreas Weiman. A career in the media does not beckon for him when he hangs his boots up, does it? Would you agree with that, uh, Mark? He was uh, he was quite elegant, eloquent, elegant, eloquent. But you know, oh God, was he boring? <laughs> Would you agree? And the, 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 yeah, the, the quiet, the quiet man. I think he matched our performance. I was thinking that basically the term to describe our our performance tonight was paint watches as dry. We were we were that bad. Yeah, I think the Sky commentator was giving us some pelters as well. Well, we made the substitutions on the hour. Um, Mariapa and Naj going off. Fam and uh, O'Dowda coming on. Uh, the right timing for the substitutes, I guess, Dave, but the right substitutes? Um, yes and no, really. I, I could I could understand the, the logic behind it. Um, get O'Dowda on as left wing back, hopefully a bit of, bit of energy. Um Chris Martin probably actually in for the kind of quarter of an hour spell after that, playing in the kind of hole he in between. Bit, didn't he? He yeah, picked up a couple of balls and didn't quite have the legs to get away from anyone or play an incisive pass. That was a little bit frustrating, to be honest. Yeah, and then, Mark, the second goal, um, I won't say I had a degree of inevitability about it, but, you know, the, 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 the ball broke to uh, Mason Bennett and people stood off him, do you think? Or do you think we could have closed him down a little bit? Because it was a good... I mean, it, it made, we made him able to do a good finish as he curled it into the net to make it 2-0, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Masengo lost the ball near the halfway line and uh, Bennett just followed it. I don't know if Bennett was the first player on the ball, but, it, you know, it was a classic example of, of winning winning the ball, uh, you know, halfway and then and then following that up with, with midfield, midfield runners. And it was a, a great finish by Bennett because he curled it round a defender and... Poor Dan Bentley had, had no chance whatsoever. But just going back to your previous point, when we did get in good no. positions... We didn't really have a lot the, of... The, the, yeah. we, but we just couldn't trap the ball. The ball was bouncing off players, even even the likes of Martin today. He was usually, he was usually pretty good. And we had to take off another defender because with Mill sitting back, we didn't need that, that, third, that third defender because they, were, they, were mark, they weren't marking anybody. And it, yeah. it really was... Um, our play tonight was just play it across the back, and all Mill had to do was wait for us to lose the ball. When we tried to play that, we we forced that ball into the middle, uh, and, and we, we would lose it, and it would come straight back rather than try and play it down the wings. We got a little bit of momentum when O'Dowda came on, Masengo uh, and Backinson would were trying, uh, you know, would try and help. Uh, O'Dowd on the left a little, and we got some crosses in. But they, I, I mean, Gigi weren't getting on the end of them. There was Martin was nowhere near. Wells no. worked his socks off, but couldn't get anywhere near it. But that one shot we had on target. What were the other two? Because I can't remember them. Apparently, he had three mm. shots on goal according to the BBC. Yeah, I can't I mean, remember. I've got, it's a block free kick and a shot at the end. So. There we go. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Um, That's I mean, Naki well, Wells. Um, I mean, he. I've got seventy-six minutes. He put in a cross from about thirty yards out, and on the end of it, he should have been on the end of it. I mean, at least he was going around looking for the ball. And did you think, Dave, that Callas? I know. He, yeah, we took a defender off. Semenyo came on, but he he took a bit of a nasty knock in the first half, didn't he? Yes, was it a facial injury? Yeah, Do you think that was in, injury when he came off, or uh, or no? no he looked like he got a dead leg or something like that. There was a run down the 
down their left wing channel quite late on, and you could see him really labouring. So I think he's got a bit of a dead leg. That was what Vyman was suggesting. I think. Yeah, I like the way Andreas was saying. Uh, and again, it's like the uh, you know we still got a chance. We still got a chance. We didn't have a dog's chance tonight, and then we certainly didn't on the seventy eighth minute. I missed the first booking. I mean, Dave, a harsh uh, second yellow for Fam. No, stupid, stupid. God, you know, it's just yeah, just a stupid thing to do. You know, there's no excuse for it. You even if he makes contact with the ball, the gut, there's there's two guys around him. If he only sees one of them, he's still doing something dangerously. And I say, I think he'd wind the referee up. He wasn't ever going to get any leeway from him. Thought the ref, thought the ref was poor tonight. Not not for that decision, but lots of yeah. other little things that I thought. We're we for, yeah, it's a good point. It's a, I, I, I would agree with you there because most of the referees, I think, have been mm. half decent. But but tonight, yeah, he was a bit. He was almost. He looked a bit like a Keith Stroud type. You know, just a little bit petty uh, and not yeah. not in our favour. He didn't give us anything. And as you say, no, you know, there was a couple of things that he could have given to us, but uh, he didn't. And then Millwall almost. Made Made it uh, three, which would have, uh, I won't say it would have flattered them. Um, we were just so bad. Uh, Dan Bentley, uh, Mark, he did a good save from uh, Wallace, Wallace, didn't he? Yeah, yeah Wallace, Wallace burst forward. I think he burst past um, Jack Hunt again, mm. where he lost the ball. And what, you know, Bentley's done this a lot. He comes off his line, Smichael like, makes himself really big, very difficult to beat, and he stands up. Um, so you know he blocks he blocks another good shot there, and we we could have lost that game heavily, but it's just to, tonight and 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 against Rotherham on Saturday, David. You think it was you know it it, it, it was the opposite. They'd gone seven games without a win. Millwall had gone ten, and you mm. think City looked the, the, the struggling side. We'd gone from being in the top six against Blackburn. Okay, the performance went great, but the play was better to those two. Abysmal performances, absolutely abject Abject performances. You know, okay, let's not do so much marks because only anybody would be struggling to get above above a four. Maybe I don't know if anybody deserves above a four. No, that's a bit harsh. Just look at individual performances for a change without giving marks. I mean, Dave Dan Bentley, you couldn't fault him for either of the goal. And if I suppose if you were going to give him, well, he did. He he did okay, Bentley today, didn't he? Yeah, his punching was yeah. pretty strong. He 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 didn't he didn't make any any ricks at all there. Um, well, it would, and I guess you'd agree with that as well, Mark, wouldn't you? Yeah, about Bents. Yeah, I mean the def- defenders who kept kept giving the ball away, uh, and midfielders, midfielders. He, I mean, he, he made a couple of he made a couple of good punches today as well from from corners, mm-hmm. and he he looked very strong, but he wasn't getting any cover any cover in front of him. Um, so I think he comes out of this well, and and Mackie Wells, who just fed on scraps all well, really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dave, the way the back, the central players lined up, it allowed more to play on his more accustomed right, and fair play mm-hmm. for Mariapa, experienced blow pro playing out of position. Yeah, because Callas isn't any good on the the left hand side. I mean, Taylor Moore, he's not the player he seemed he was three months ago, is he? You know, is he is his confidence gone? Do you think that's what? part of the problem is yeah I think so I think I, I think a little bit of concentration as well in terms mm. of you know the just a bit, bit just a little bit sloppy of our passes at times aren't we you know around the back you know as you know Ian's favorite of knocking the ball a couple of yards behind them or knocking a really like heavy pass into someone you know yeah and I, and I know this is going to sound a, a, a silly excuse but the last couple of home games I'd, I'd, I'd call our pitch a lively pitch. That you know, it might look okay, but I don't reckon there's much grass on yeah. there, and that ball pings around, and I don't think it suits us. And I, I go back quite a number of years to to Liverpool. My my other my other. It's almost playing like an artificial. It's almost playing like an artificial turf. Yeah, and it, isn't it? And it's almost like an artificial turf. It, it is, and, and it's not. You know, I'm I'm not sure. You know, I think it would benefit us. It might benefit the opposition as well, but I don't think we we keep keep control of the ball well enough and, mm. and that's and that's a crap excuse because they're professional footballers and their techniques should be good but when you put people under pressure especially when the confidence is down that little bad touch you know yeah. you lose the ball and, it, and makes that's it, what we go, did. it makes it look even it makes it look even worse I mean yeah. maybe uh, Dean should get out uh, 
measure. And maybe what you're saying, Dave, is that we need the grass. Maybe, uh, you know, instead of it being a number one cut, it needs to be a number one and a half or a number two just to take I, a bit of pace off the ball. Yeah. I, I'm so, I, no, I, I, I agree. It does sound stupid, but I'm surprised they do keep it that short. Bear in mind they're playing rugby on it as well. You, you'd think, if anything, you'd, a pitch that's got dual purpose, you'd keep a bit more grass on it to to keep it together, mm. and I and I don't think yeah. it helps us. It's a, you know, it's a, it's not an excuse for tonight's performance or anything like no. that. It's it's just I don't think it helps either. No, no, Mark, yeah, I mean, the, professional uh, play for press, yeah. Go on, say what you're going to say about the pitch. Yeah, I mean, professional players they should be able to trap the ball, they should be able be able to pass the ball, but I think with City in the last two performances. Mentally, they've just been really, really weak. When teams have put a little bit of pressure on them, and Rotherham pressed us really hard on Saturday, I wouldn't say Millwall did that. No, they just Millwall looked like let, let's look, have the ball at the back. They just they? Held, yeah, they I mean, they let, it was like they we yeah. looked like we were we looked like we were climbing a mountain all game. Yeah, we just yeah. didn't we just didn't have any it was ideas played at a practice match pace most of the time. I mean, Mark, let me ask yeah. you: two wing backs, right? You play with three central defenders. You expect your wing backs to get forward and offer something. Now Hunt can, but didn't. Rowe, you know, he he he, he, he did okay, but they're not they're not wing backs in the sense that the textbook wing back performance should should be, are they? And Hunt can well, be, I, but he's yeah, certainly I, I mean. Tonight. I just don't. I mean, I just don't think the um, the midfielders brought them into the game. I mean, that that was the problem. Had the ability to play to to play to play them in. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rome made that one good run in the first half, and before the goal, I thought Hunt was starting to apply pressure down down the right, and then any 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 semblance of any pressure just went out of the mm. window. We, we, we that it carried on for the rest of the game. All Millwall had to do was keep their shape. Just move from side to side. Let us have the ball. Yeah. I think we had over seventy percent possession, and watch us lose it. That's all they had to do. Not like Rotherham, who, who just throttled yeah. us with a press. They just had to simply wait for us to give the ball up. And Taylor Moore was one of those players. You saw him bomb forward a couple of times, and then he make a very yeah. poor pass to a player who had somebody up his backside, and it would just come straight back. Why not play the straight ball back on. behind? Play the ball behind the fullback. Play it into space where they you've got yeah. to turn a defender around. Well, we seem to have an inability to do anything like that. And Dave, you quite rightly picked me up there on the on on the text. My comment about played like a practice match, but one team was closing down the gaps, and that was uh, Millwall. Let's talk about the midfield, uh, Dave. I mean, I wrote down uh, on the Twitter at half time. I said, "Has Backinson got a twin brother? And if he has, is he not a very good football?" because it looked like he was playing tonight. He's come back after his COVID invisible. Yeah, a couple of times broke with the ball and lost it. Naj, maybe a game too far for him, not the performances we've come to expect. And Masengo, some useful touches, but we seem to have coached out of him or done something that, you know, I, I thought the midfield looked good on paper, but it just didn't do it tonight, did it? I don't I thought Masengo did okay out there today. I wouldn't say he was brilliant, but I thought, you know, bear in mind, he's not been in the team virtually all season mm. to come back in. And unfortunately, he had two ineffective midfielders alongside him today. And I thought he put a shift in. I thought he got, he tried to, you know, tried his best out there, but there wasn't a lot on for him. You know, I mm. thought he was the one trying to play it forward when when he had a bit of time in the, in the second half. But, the other, the other two were pretty non-existent out there. We're not the performances we've seen from them of late. You know, is it fatigue? Is it attitude? I, I, I don't know. I, 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 you know. I don't think Mill will have played any less games than us this season. No, we? no. Well, let's come back to what you said there in a moment, uh, uh, Dave. Attitude, right? Because this is the key thing, attitude. Um, Mark, on just to finish with the players, I don't want to talk about subs because, you know, they're, you know that they, they didn't if affect the game, but Martin and Wells up front. Uh, I mean, Martin's looking a bit leaden-footed uh, at the moment. Although he did play better when he dropped back in the hole a bit. Naki Wells, you know, you feed him and he will score. But you know, they're just getting no service up there, are they? And Millwall pretty much absorbed everything they threw at them, didn't they? Yeah, you could have played. You could have played anybody out there, and and, and it, it really wouldn't have made any difference. I mean, I think the problem was and and, and Vyman, Although you know it's like listening to somebody with mogadons, he was right in the first half. You know, one or two touch football. 
none of those Millwall players got moved around. At least Masengo was trying to look for the ball and do things, but Backinson and Nas weren't. If you look at the, at the Nas performance against Blackburn and QPR, where he was a box to box player making interceptions in in our in our area, to you know to, uh, off the toes of players, uh, and he did that against Blackburn as well. There was just nothing there, nothing that, yeah. that could move those Millwall defenders. So that no wonder uh, you know Wells was feeding off scraps because he certainly wasn't getting the ball tonight. It, yeah. it was just awful. It's no, nothing, nothing there, nothing there at all. And the free kick, I say that was the closest uh, he came. Dave, you mentioned attitude a moment ago, yeah, and you know what? What is you know you you send players out there on paper, on paper. If you looked at our lineup. On paper, and I know we've got the injuries, and we're going to come on to those in a minute, but on paper, would we have put any of the Millwall players in our lineup ahead of, um, you know, ahead of that lineup that we had? You know, would you sort of say, well, I'd have that one, that one, that one, and they'd improve our side? Or on paper, would you say they're evenly balanced? And maybe, you know, with a so called strike force of Martin and Wells and, and what have you, that we, you know, we, we we maybe had an edge on paper because then if you agree with that, then what's going wrong with the attitude? Yeah, I think I think there's three players that jump out for me in the Millwall side who would get into our side. And that's uh, Ian's already mentioned one of them. That's Jed Wallace. Yeah. Um, second one is Jake Cooper, who's probably one of the better mm-hmm. centre-backs in this division. Um, and the, the third one is... Romeo, Romeo, wherefore out there, Romeo, oh, the kitty. back. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I th- you know I've always always liked him, and I think in our in our system, if we were going to play three five two, he'd be someone I'd be looking to get a right wing back. Uh, so, so he's, he's not playing an attacking an attacking wing back, doing more of what Hunt should be doing is what you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although you know Hunt's been fairly decent this season. You know he's had a bit of probably a little drop off of, of late, probably because he's not been able to share his minutes with. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Sessegnon, which was you know part of the plan, um, so mm. that hasn't hasn't helped him. He's, he's just just gone off the boil over the, the past kind of month, I guess. Um, but yeah, those those three, if you put those at our side, you you think we'd look. It at would a, make a it would a make difference. a difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you think we have a pattern? Do you think you know we? I mean, some, somebody's put on here. Badgers put on the OTIB. I'm reading it. It says, "For God's sake, get some perspective." Have you seen our injury list? For fear of repeating it, I'm going to anyway. Mawson, Pato, Baker, Williams, De Silva, Walsh, Vyman, Sessignon. Am I missing anybody? Probably is there. Seriously, that's seven first-team players out injured. Yes, it's not great, but the world's not effing great at the moment. Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Give Oldham a chance when the world isn't upside down. Why is it always such a drama with our support? Uh, Ian, um, Ian, Mark, on the uh, forum, it has gone into meltdown, as you'd expect. <laughs> I think you, you, you suggested, surprise, you suggested on Saturday something that we said, no, 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 about three weeks ago. Do we give Dean Holden the benefit of the doubt and a free and a free hit this season? Because, you know, our meltdown looks as though it started, yeah, early. Yeah, yeah it's come yeah. before Christmas. But, you know, the injuries are there and they're not any old injury but you know do we give him a free hit yeah i mean i don't like like this word free free hit um is such i think the, the injuries might give him the excuse but the, the, they got in, they've got enough quality players you know some like masengo coming in who was who was fresh all right he hasn't i don't think he's played he hasn't uh, he hasn't uh, started a game since since the first game of the season should be good enough to beat a team that hasn't won for 10 games. It's got enough quality players in there to put a performance in and show the, 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 men, the mental ability and the courage to, to, be able to, to, to be able to win the game. So, uh, you know, if we, if we were playing a top six side, a Brentford or uh, uh, a Norwich, uh, Bournemouth, somebody like that, I could have said, yeah, we can write this game off, but not when you're playing Millwall. I mean, there are film fans on the forum giving that up, and I think, are we... No, we, we we can win this game if we apply ourselves. We simply didn't do that. That's that's it. But I worry about the next few games now because we're playing we're playing Wickham next. Yeah. You know, nearly lose games narrowly. No, we're not. We're playing Preston. Sorry, Preston. 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 Yeah, Preston. 
Well, we, 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 I mean, we got the odd point up there. The only thing we got in our favour is that we're away from home. We play better as a counter-attacking team. Um, they, they, they're not very, very good at home, but we need somebody creative in midfield and we need the pit players to pull their fingers out. I mean, that's just simply not acceptable. But when you say pull their fingers out, no, but when you say pull their fingers out, that gets back to attitude, doesn't it? And I mean, you know, I think somebody said uh, on here, the 11 players, this is Sludge on on, uh, OTIP, the 11 players we had on the pitch tonight should have been good enough to muster up at least one corner between them. You know, and and John Dolman, he's a regular poster on OTIP, he said, uh, problem is you have so much quality injured, like you say, but it also means the current lot are absolutely knackered. I'm not seeing a lack of effort at all. I think Wells might be the only one who's played a lot who still looks fit. Dave, is there an underlying fitness problem, right, that we will never know about? But, you know, the indications are with Brunt getting injured now and pools here, there and everywhere. Is there an underlying fitness problem that needs to be looked at? Oh, good good question. Um, I th- it's a, it's a difficult one to answer because, unfortunately, we seem to have been hit by medium to long term injuries. We haven't had many. Oh, he's just got a, you know a, a a little strain for a couple of weeks or a couple of games and he's out. You know, people were saying the other, the other week, you know, well, you know, Norwich have had injuries. They're still up there. Yeah, Norwich got a much bigger squad of first team and you know quality players than us, but their injuries lasted two games. You know, we, we've got six, seven, eight, nine who've been out the vast majority of the season. Four months, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know whether there's a, an underlying reason. You know, I've, I've heard lots of rumours, you know, and, and you know, and people said, oh, you know, well, it was, it's been like it for years. There's a big problem. Well, they've, they've changed the physios and the sports scientists enough, you know. I've also heard things like the the Deso pitch that they, they use, could be a contributory factor, but then you get injuries in training as well. So I don't know. I think I was just going to, just before I kind of talked about injuries, I was going to talk about, I, I said attitude, didn't I? And I, mm. and I guess I guess some of that's almost, you know, confidence or bravery, bravery to go and get the ball or, or you know, bravery to just go and bloody kick someone. You know, Masengo mm. had a, a wild lash out tonight. Who else? Yeah. He did. No, he did that right in the centre circle, didn't he? Yeah. Who, who, who else laid a finger on their players? How many times did they kick us today? Well, apart from Shishu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Hunt, Hunt got taken quite early in the game and got up. I think it, was, yeah. it might have been Romeo caught him right on top of his on top of his. It was kind of first five minutes, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I bet you'd have been rolling around in agony if if, if that had happened. You know, and and we, we, I don't know. We're we're a bit. We're a bit soft, aren't we? And you know, we well, have we we're, we're usually for ages. We're usually, we're usually top of the fair play league, and I think, yeah, we won't. We don't know what what, what factor fitness is played. We, we we know after the Rotherham game that we, we have to rotate the sides, but we haven't got the ability to do that, uh, you know, greatly unless we bring in a, a, a lot of the youngsters. And we had five five academy players on on the bench tonight. It's just not just not possible. So I think it has it has had a bearing. But like I said, we were good enough to be in the top six with all those injuries. So we should have been able to get four points out of those last two games. I think, you know, with with, with by showing some men, mental courage, by you know by by taking the game to the opposition a little bit and not being cowed by a, a physical approach uh, or the fact that you know. Mill just sat in those positions and, and forced the mistakes out of us. It's not like they dominated the game in possession football because they only had thirty percent. It just shows that City were, were, were mistake ridden, and when there's a little bit of pressure on, we really will, and that's the worrying thing. It, that needs to be needs needs uh, looking at. Do they have? Can they get the sports psychologists, uh, Dave, to look at them in the next few days? Do they do that? I don't know, Dave. <laughs> You know, well, they've, they've, they've got one, so you know, well, yeah, what's he doing? He's got himself, he's self isolating, I think. Yeah, you know, he's you know, they've yeah. got all these all these things for fine margins, haven't they? You know, yeah, guy needs to turn some by fine margins as well, haven't we? So, yeah, he, he, guy needs to perhaps do something to change the mindset out there. Do you think, do you think there's a case, I mean, look, Preston on a cold Friday night in December, they ain't going to be 
easy. And based on the last two matches, you'd say that was a banker home win. Yeah. Now, if we go and get Summit up there, then this character in the side, I mean, Preston were rubbish at home at the start of the season. I think they probably lost eight in a row or something like that, including cup games. They were really, really in a bad place. But, you know, is it worthwhile? <clears throat> when do you blood some of these youngsters and just say to hell with it, which comes back into the, that sort of discussion of, you know, like saying this season is like no other, look, we're not going to make it, you know, these injured players are going to come back and it's too late. Well, is it too late? And yeah, because we've got 30 points on the board, I guess if they do come back in end of Jan and make a difference, we could still make a late run for it. I mean, do you think, do you think Dave that, you know, that, that anybody who's sharpening a knife for Holden now is being particularly harsh uh, you know, because he, he's had that bad luck with injuries. Would you, would, you know, and there's a big, there's a big thread on OTIP tonight, which has got about 70 odd replies less than an hour after the game. Yeah. You know, when, when does any scrutiny come down on Holden or are we back in this? Look, you've had bad luck with injuries. Nothing's normal. Let's write this season off. Um, don't get me wrong. I think he's under pressure. Um, but it depends on how much you take things like injuries into account. You know, we're, we're eighth. We're probably just looking at the table. We might end up going down to ninth for ninth for tenth. Who who's, who can go above us? Middlesbrough, tomorrow, yeah. Middlesbrough are playing tomorrow night. They they could go above us. So we, we could be ninth. You know, it ain't the end of the world. It's it's a bit disappointing after the reasonable start we made to the season, and. But I think you know, I think Dean's right. So we're we're hanging in there. I haven't heard his interview tonight. A few people are saying it's it was it was pretty bad. But he said we uh, played better than Saturday, which I, is I, what I, you and I, I, I said. Which, which, I, which I think we did, you know. <laughs> but, but you know, that's that's a you know a game of opinions, isn't it? Really, and you could look if you look at it on chances we've created. We created one more on Saturday at Rotherham, but I thought we were bloody awful on Rotherham. We could, um, on Saturday we couldn't pass the ball. Tonight we passed. We tried. We ultimately let ourselves down when we try to get into their final third, you know, and and um, I don't think we showed enough fight in, in both games. And, you know, that might be down to fitness, you know, just being able to go that extra half a yard. I, I don't know. It, it's not very great, not very good thing. No, but again, you mentioned fitness and, you know, six of the teams that played on Wednesday last week on Saturday, day one, you know, we've put in another shabby performance where at no time in the game, maybe for about five minutes after the two subs on the hour, yeah, is if you're if you're Mark Ashton, yeah, and let's say you go to Preston and you, you lose, you lost it's three. It's always Preston, isn't it, that puts the it pressure It is always on. Preston. Yeah. But, yeah, and he's been strangely quiet. And again, looking on the uh, on, on OTIB tonight, you know, everybody, well, everybody, the minority is saying, Ashton, get out of our club and all the rest of it. I mean, he's going to keep a low profile. And then we've got games, we've got two games over Christmas that we should get something, isn't it? Which is Wickham at home and Luton away. But let's say this run gets into a Lee Johnson type run of five games five defeats in a row yeah so we've got two now yeah probably make it three on the saturday yeah what does mr lansdowne start thinking you know when are questions asked because can I, can I you know that? we've said yeah go on i think we're, we're going a bit overboard at the moment i know there's pressure and i think that's come from the fact that bristol bristol city oversold and under delivered with the appointment of holden but look at look at how fine the margins are. We went five games without a win. Yeah. We were 13 minutes from defeat against Huddersfield. And frankly, we played awful. And we applied, we applied some pressure. We showed the courage yeah. to go forward and we nicked the game. Then we won the next two games. The performances weren't great and they haven't been great. But we're still in eighth position. I'm not saying to say we're going to get in the top six, but let's not write off the, the season on the back of two defeats because it is only two defeats. As poor as they've been, it's just two defeats. It isn't the end of the world. I think it's the it's the, the poor performance that is is really grating, and the fact that it, all this season is on the back of Bristol City overselling and under delivering. It's been the same in yeah. the performances, but we have got results. We're still in in, in eighth position, perhaps ninth tomorrow night, and. We just need. I think we need some creativity. We need Jamie Patterson back. 
or somebody in, in the middle who's going to make, who's going to pull defenders around. Mm. Somebody who's going to make, you know, those strong, aggressive runs like Vine. And somebody, there's got to be somebody who can do that. And results could pick up. We could yeah. win against Preston on Friday. At least if we go out and put in a decent performance, I'd rather see that and see us getting beat we all want them to win but I mean you know it's just as well you know would the home fans have made things better or worse had they been in there because look we've had six shots on target in the last three games right and the four goals at home in the last seven matches at Ashton Gate I mean this open ex- expansive football that Dean Holden said he was going to bring okay he's had injuries right but you, you i think you said earlier dave you can't keep making injuries as an excuse you know th- there's something fundamentally wrong isn't there that our, our form is that because it's a style of football yeah is it, the, even we've said this before even the games that we've won we haven't looked fluent for you know other than in fits and starts have we yeah i know i i think you know i'm just kind of thinking back to you know passages of play tonight and I I guess we've kind of we've fallen into that kind of mixed thinking about how we want to play so we've knocked the ball across the the back four or back five as it was tonight a a couple of times and we've we've created I don't know a a second where you know there's a chance to play a ball forward and and sometimes that's into midfield and it's typically tonight it you know, it was knocked into a player and it got knocked back to the centre-back. And, and that's OK, because, you know, normally you would have people then rotated around off that. And I thought tonight the midfield might play a bit more fluid than it did, and it didn't. It pretty much stuck Nagy on the right, back into in the middle, and, and, and Masengo on the left, mm. and Naj broke forward from there. But he didn't break forward from there with in his usual triangles. No. That was what really annoyed me first half, was that, when Moore came in, if he drops in short and gives a different angle, then he might not get it, but he opens up a passing lane to knock a 30-yard a ball into Martin because he know, now knows he's got space and he's moving towards the ball and he can get it under. And I think we had a little five, ten-minute spell, I think just before they, they scored, where that's exactly what we did. And we got Hunt in a couple of times, or, you know, in, in the final third, and I think a cross went deep. We got row forward, as, as Mark mentioned, and we, we did a few things. But we didn't do that enough. And then yeah. what what you then decide is, right, okay, we can't get past the press. So what what's the plan then? The plan can't be, well, we'll just keep doing what we're doing and we'll recycle possession and we'll go nowhere. You have mm. to do something different to to make Millwall change what they're doing. And mm. and I and I think what, what you do then, as crude as it might be, is is you go a little bit long. But yeah. you go you go long as part of a plan. And that plan is effectively what Rotherham did to us on Saturday. And that's yeah. your midfield. Know your defenders are going to go long. So they're not pissing around looking for a 5-10 yard ball off of Callas or Moore or Mariapa. They've driven their central midfielder back with them or they've gone past them because they and know they're, they're going to gamble. Yeah, put it into the space to run into. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... mishead, misheaded, then yeah. they're the ones we've got the yard or two on their marker because their marker's thinking, well, they're not going to run past me because they're not going long. They're always looking short. And you change it, and that's mm-hmm. not what I've seen at all. And that's really, really, really disappointing in the last two games is that it's almost been devoid of a second plan. And, and, and I will say over the last, you know, three, four, five games, it's looked a bit like an LJ side of, of last year. Now, I don't like yeah. saying that, but, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here blindly and say it, it looks... It looks devoid of, of being able to do something different yeah. when yeah. we've got something different that effectively then your opposition start having to think differently. So yeah. so they knew that we'd pass it in front of them. So it's a bit like when we played Derby. We'll pass it in front of them. Sorry, I'm waffling all a bit here. But, no, not at all. But but not you don't but then as a as a defense you think, well, we'll just keep our shape. If they have a bad touch and they knock a ball behind it, we'll squeeze up another ten yards and you press them back and you press and you frustrate. But if you suddenly think, oh, God, they've gone long, and suddenly Masengo or Backinson's run 10 yards past past my shoulder, all of a sudden you think, do I mark him tight when he gets it in feet next yeah. time? And it's all those yeah. little cause and effects. You know, It's almost like a big rubber band on players that you can stretch it so far and, and you'll drag someone with you. But sometimes no, that's a good point. That's a, that's you, a, you have to do something different to them. 
It's risk. It, one way of putting it, uh, Dave, it's risk averse because, like you said, it's that mental pressure yeah. no, of, I mean, of worrying that if, if 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 uh, you're right, you know, your right sided well, right side defender gets the ball, and and you know he's he's running past the right wing back, or he might or he might do it. You know, if he, I'm worried that he's going to do that, so what do I do? What as a defender, I've got to think. City just didn't make those defenders think. And the other thing that you wanted someone like Nash to get hold of the ball and do a give and go. He never got in close enough to the forwards to be able to play it off them, or or, or make some semblance of trying to make the defenders work, play it over the top, or play it between defenders. We just never got that close to do that whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, I played all my. Let's look at the lineup. Levels of football, lineup, Dave. For- yeah, the potential lineup. Sorry, Dave, 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 let me just, let me just, I'd say, when I played, I, I was, I was, you carry on, you carry on finishing. I was, I was a, a centre half predominantly. I'd win the ball in the air and mark my man. That, that was, that was my job. I occasionally played in the centre of midfield. And I, as being a centre half, I loved playing the way I was facing. You know, that was all I did. I was looking down the pitch all the time. The last thing I wanted to do when I played in centre midfield was have a guy run off, run off the other side of it. I never wanted to be facing my own goal. And that's what we didn't do to them today. We never made it difficult for them at all. No. They just kept their shape. They pushed us back, waited for a bad touch, and they they, they got us. And, and, and yes, yeah, and when, just waiting for do you remember? Mistakes. Do you remember the Middlesbrough game? I remember something you picked up on against, uh, picked up on, on in that game, uh, Dave. It was in the first half. It was so easy for Middlesbrough. They sat in their shape. In the first half, we did this one yeah. time where Feiner made a run from right yeah. centre back up the pitch. And you can do that because you've got a spare player because he's not marking anybody. You know, yeah. somebody's got to pick that player up. He can he can make that run past the wing past the wing back and try and get a return ball, but the defender's got to do something. If you got like you said, he's got somebody running past him ready to receive the ball, and the defence know that there's still still four defenders able to to to, to you know to get the ball if it's if it comes back. And that Middlesbrough game that you're talking about, there, Mark. Risk, that Middlesbrough game. That Middlesbrough game, you're talking about that one up there, tail end of the first half. Last yeah, season, I think it was that one right? Yeah, that, that no, if you took season. that game no, as season. an individual game, if you, yeah, if you took that Middlesbrough this season's one, I mean, I think the best game we played under because even when we beat Forest, we could have been a couple of goals down before we yeah. we we. We got ours, but that Middlesbrough game up there last season when we won three one, and that's when you said I think Vyman broke from the edge of the box. We had a great goal; it was five moves from one end of the pitch right down to the other. And you looked at that and you thought, actually, that's how I want to see football played like that because it was expansive, it was exciting. And I think somebody put on the website, or I was chatting to somebody today, we were talking about the football under Danny under Danny Wilson. Now, okay, it was League One and what have you, but he played an entertaining sort of football. Let's talk about Preston very, uh, very briefly. Um, you know, in, in terms of the team lineup, Bentley in goal goes without saying. I mean, Dave, would you – let's look at some of these youngsters, and I'll start by saying – Tyler, um, was it? Is it Towler? Is it Nigel Towler? Yeah. Is it R- Riley? Riley, Riley Towler. Yeah. You know, Riley maybe Tyler. give Riley Towler, Taylor Moore. He he looks uncertain. If Riley Towler's good enough to be on the bench, right? Why not tie Riley Towler in place of Taylor Moore and keep and and maybe Mariapa at right back, Callas move across, and then um, what's his name can come in. Viner can come in. Yeah. So you have yeah. You could almost play. Yeah. That's. Yeah, with t- Riley Tower coming in as a, a left of a three, could he play at left back or or not really? According to Ian, he can, even though he's he never can or played he can't. There. <laughs> no. He can. All right. <laughs> well, would you? I mean, would you? Would you give? Do we give Opie Edwards a call? And here's an interesting one. We, he named on the pitch uh, on the bench tonight Zach Smith. Now you know more about the under twenty threes, uh, Dave, than uh, Mark. What Mark and I know put together. But Zach Smith. I know he's a midfielder. He's a twenty year old midfielder. midfielder. He's midfielder. He's quite slightly built though, Dave, isn't he? Yes. I or, don't. Or I, I honestly don't know and enough about him. But, he, he's, but, Ian's biting. I thought Masengo <laughs> was in. I thought Masengo was indifferent tonight. Masengo's only nineteen. If one of our own, Zach Smith, is only nineteen, right? He cannot be any less effective. Than Masengo was, and you talked about people. I thought Masengo was all right tonight. He I was really, okay. I, all right, maybe I, I'm being got, maybe I'm being got, hard. He got let down by Backinson and Naj in there tonight, in my mm, opinion. Yeah, you know, yeah. He was, yeah, he was, he was the only hard. one who he's the only one who get put in a shift in there tonight. Well, if you look at the back, the back in, the Backinson and Naj of last Wednesday, they look like two two strangers, don't they? 
Uh, yeah. to, you know, just they're just completely devoid of any ability. But yeah, I think you can give Dave. I think you can give Masengo the benefit of the doubt because he he hasn't played a full game this season and he yeah. hasn't made a start since the first game of the season. So it could yeah. knock him backwards. You don't play him. But remember, I, we, I, we're going to are we going to face Alan Brown and Daniel Johnson on Friday because they're very they're very combative combative in midfield. I know Pearson. Yeah. I think is out for a long time with an injury at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, what sort of changes do you think will be made then on Friday, Dave? You know, because I, um, I was I was trying to make a case for the youngsters because I could have said Triope Edwards from the start, maybe. You know, if you want a different option up front, give Chris Martin a rest. Try uh, Mickey Bell's kitty up there. You know, a bit of energy and what have you. Maybe give Naki a rest because he's played a lot of minutes. Try Bell and uh, Semenyo. You know what? You know, do 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 we? When do we give the youngsters a proper chance? Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, Dave, isn't it? You know, and centre back is a. If we talk about Taylor, is a difficult position to come in and not find yourself out of your depth pretty quickly. And I, you know, I don't know. I've, I, I think we talked a little bit about him on on Saturday. I've seen him play. Two, two and a bit games of under-23 football. There are people much more qualified to have an opinion on him. Than that. One of those games he played in midfield because it was last season and the other two games. He looks, he looks nice on the ball. Um, and, I'm, you know, I, I've, I've watched him a little bit on some of the training video clips as well and not seen anything that gives me a lot of confidence defensively. But, you know... I'm really talking out of turn because I've not really really seen him play. I think mm. it'll be a, a big old game to go and make your debut away at Preston. But yeah. sometimes it's sink or swim. And I think you know last season when or when we first started doing these podcasts, you know, we talked about having you know a, a squad of senior pros up to say I don't know 21, 22 players, and then the rest of them are your youngsters. I didn't envisage those youngsters being Op Edwards. Um, no, Riley, Riley Taylor. I thought they'd be your James Mortons, your, um, you know, like, even like people like Joe Morrell, but you know, or whoever's kind of following those those types and of back people. We've had a who've, yeah, back back is that yeah, yeah exactly. Whereas we're all you know we're we're going into a group of under twenty three footballers who some of them have only just come out of the under eighteens, and I think we have to be very careful not to mm. not to rush them here. I think you know we. Sam Bell, I guess you know, Fam's going to be suspended, so he's he's going to have a, a really good chance of getting off the bench if he doesn't doesn't start him on on front. I wouldn't expect him to start him, but you know he's going to get some more minutes, and we'll see a little bit more of him. Um, I guess I guess slightly disappointing is perhaps someone like Louis Britton's gone out on loan because mm. he's a big lad. He's. Well, I don't know if any people on the on the podcast ever played with or against his dad, Jeff Britton, but he was a bloody handful, and he's, he looks a chip off the old block. And yeah. <laughs> and and I'm not saying he's ready for championship football, but at this stage of the of what's going on, he'd probably be on the bench, and he'd probably be ahead of Sam Bell purely for that because he'd go and knock a few people about, and it'd be great to see. And and yeah. but you know, and I, and I think we've we've yeah. perhaps gone a bit too quickly into those young players because we've taken decision early on the season to loan some players out and, and therefore and we've picked up a shitload of injuries. Yeah. It's a tough yeah. it's a tough one. You know, it's, fair play yeah, if Holden it's... Holden gives him a go on on Friday night and I certainly, you know, if he gets found out, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say, told you so or, or criticize him because I think at some time you've got to play them and sometimes they come in and they take to it like a duck to water. And and Well that's the thing. That's that's a very Good point. They take to it like a duck to water. They adapt. And Cookie on the a text message, he's just said here, he said, Fevs, these under-18s can't and won't do any worse than the current players with the shirt right now. Now, would they? You know, what? You know, are these youngsters, under-18s is a bit young, but let's say a kid of 18 or 19. There's kids playing in the premiership this yeah. age, right? Are, are we saying our youngsters are so weak-minded, but given the chance, thrown into the limelight, yeah, which is what it would be, won't rise to it. It's possible, you know, I'd that's... say, can I just say something? I think it's it's possible that they, they, they might perform better than the fact that there's no going to be no pressure from the crowd on their back. 
and that they would be able to hear they'd be able to get instructions from the side because you can hear everything going on mostly mostly effing and jeffing during the game is quite comical but i think the likes of backington and yeah. semenyo uh a bit really benefited from the fact there hasn't been any crowds because they've been able to settle into games um a lot more a lot more quickly so uh you know i think i think that's that's helped them and i think it it, it might, you know, it might help uh, the likes of. Uh, um, it might help uh, the likes of. Uh... Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's my sister. My sister called me. Yeah, I think it might help the likes of those players if they came in. So it wouldn't do any harm, but it's going to be a physical battle, and it's the physical nature of the championship. But yeah. who have we got? I think we've loaned out our better players. And you can't blame the club for doing well, that because I mean, they're look, the ones the key, who are good enough. No, um, I mean, but we were just left with the rest. That's the, all we're the, left key, with. the key, the key thing is, look, if we can be within, I'll say, six points of the top six by the end of Jan, if we can be within six points of the top six by the end of Jan, when there's probably about 19 games to go, yeah, and we might need to get not two points a game over the last 19. Let's say we need to get 1.75 points a game from the last, what's that? 19 times 1.75, 33 points from the last 19 games. So we would need to be on 42, yeah, 42 points by the time we get to the end of Jan. Now we all. I, said- I think. I think. I think you're getting the top six with seventy points this season. I think it's going to be such an unusual I don't, season. I don't, what, Mark. Think I think. Thing- I think it'll be more because we haven't got any runaway winners. So I think it'll condense. I think you'll need seventy-four. Seventy-four. Call it seventy-five. Right. Yeah. So last nineteen yeah. games, one point seven. But- 1.75 points a game from the last 19. That's 33 points. So we've got to be on 42 points, right, to get add that together to get 75. 42 points after 20, how many games would that be? 27, 27 games, right? So we've got eight games to get 12 points. So that's one and a half points a game, <laughs> right? That's yeah. win, lose, win, lose, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, win-lose, win-lose, one and a half points a game. And that's the sort of form we're in at the moment, unless it really goes. Yeah. Just, to just going back to the, 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 All right, but there we go. The, the, okay, <laughs> guys, a couple of things. Back, so I go, started go, off by Ian, saying... Ian, oh. uh, Dave, just, sorry, just on the on the, the kind of youth players, If I've just pulled up a list of the players we've got on, on loan, um, and this is by age order. So we've got Marley Watkins at 30. Okay. We've got... Hakiba Delican and Casey Palmer at 24. We've got mm. Johnny Smith and Robbie Cundy at 23. We've got mm. Cam Pring at 22. We've got George Nurse and James Morton at 21. Mm. And then we come down to kind of three guys who've not really been involved before. Mm. We've got Awura Edwards, Opie's younger brother, probably. He's the one up at Grimsby, isn't he? Yeah, yeah possibly, right? yeah, possibly yeah. more talented. Psycho Jana at, at Newport, who's 20. And then we've got Brad Webb at Newport, who's, who's 19. But I think what we're yeah. seeing here is that it's probably the, the Cundis, the Smiths, the Pring and the Nurses, and maybe Morton, who perhaps should be the players being in the squad instead of Towler, Bell, Zach Smith and... The other one I'm missing at the moment. Good oh, point. And, and, and yeah. Did, 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 yeah. so, did James Moore, James Morton played against Exeter, didn't he, in the cup? I think. I don't know. He's not been in the side much at, at Grimsby of late. Yeah, mm. I think he came on. I think yeah. he came on against against anyway, Exeter. On, yeah, on sorry, I, I digress a bit. No, no, yeah. no. On happy, well, happy. I started this by saying let's talk about a Millwall game that actually was a half decent game to watch, and I said those that were listening just before we went live, you go back to February the 26th, 1974, when I was coming up to my uh, few days, uh, three weeks off of my uh, 18th birthday. It finished at Ashton Gate, Bristol City 5, Millwall 2. Keith Fear got a hat-trick, and it was played at, I think, 1.30 or 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon because that was when the three-day week was on, and we had in our team back then Ray Cashley and the shapings of what was going to be the promotion team coming together there. Cashley, Sweeney, Drysdale, Gow, Collier, Merrick, Tainton, Ritchie, Fear, Gillies, Hunt and Dave Rogers. And in the Millwall team that day, they had such luminaries as uh, King, I think it was Barry King, the goalkeeper. Kitchener was there. Uh, another one, Gordon Bolland. But the one who used to play for us, uh, 
in the 60s. Mark and Dave, if you can think, who was uh, one of our top scorers in the 60s? Four sixty-five no promotion idea. season. I was born, born, born in the seventies. That's the clue. Brian, you were born um, then. Oh, Brian. All right, Mark. Brian, Brian Clark. Clark. Okay. Brian yeah, Clark. Clark Hatio were, were brilliant, was, weren't they, in 64-65. 64-65. But Brian Clark, who went off to Cardiff, and then he popped up playing for uh, Millwall that day. Uh, we didn't mention uh, Lee Johnson on Saturday. I'm going to mention him again because he's obviously – he can't win at home. That's two home games for Sunderland without winning. And his old uh, nice human – Bailey Wright got him out of jail today. They were trailing 1-0 at home to uh, AFC Wimbledon, who got humped by Rovers, I think, at the weekend, if that was right. And fair play to Cots. Yes, it's League One, but he seems as though he's got uh, Shrewsbury uh, turned around. He won at Hull at the weekend, and he's followed that up with another win uh, tonight. So well done, Cots. You know, he, well, away he, from home at Hull, top yeah, of the league. Yeah. Fantastic he, result, he, I mean, Cots picked up Shrewsbury in the same state that we were, Mm. Which was, which, funny enough, was six years ago. About now, and what a lot has happened yeah. over those six years, guys. We're gonna, we're not gonna do a live pod on uh, Friday. I think we said that we're gonna do a live pod on Saturday lunchtime at midday, and then we're gonna miss the uh, Brentford. Sorry, Brentford. We're gonna miss the Wickham and Luton games. But we're gonna do a live pod on the morning of uh, the 30th of December. Uh, and then we'll pick up as per normal after that. But, uh, you know, it's, we, we can't learn anything. Well, the only thing we learned from tonight that I learned from tonight is, uh, as I say, Andy Wyman career in the media does not beckon for him. Danny Murphy doesn't need to worry about his position on match of the day. Any final words from you and Dave, uh, you and Mark, uh, Dave's, Go on, Mark. You go first. You go first, Mark. Any final words? Yeah, I, 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 I don't think it's the end of the world. City just could we, could we draw just, anything just need, tonight? Just, yeah, no, no, not at all. Just, 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 just get it, out, get it, get it out of the system. Get on the training ground tomorrow and pick a team that that um, can give, be competitive against Preston. And I think we could still still get a result. Still, a, a draw's possible. Anything's possible. Don't give it up. And, and the fans don't don't give up on Dean. Yeah. And your views, Dave, on that, just to finish? I'd give them a day's rest tomorrow. Yeah. And come back in on Thursday, do a bit of shape and a bit of system stuff, and just travel up there to Preston on Friday and say... Well, they'll probably be going just up play- Thursday night. Oh, I would Thursday. Have thought, <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't know. If we, I wonder if they won't travel up on the day. Anyway, if they go up on Thursday, hence then they're not going to get much time to do any, do much work on, on Thursday. But, um, yeah, I think you just need to just go out there and play with some confidence. Thank Great. You. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks to all those that have listened. I think we've had uh, one of our record uh, live studio audiences tonight. So thanks to all of yeah, you. Good, good uh, input on the text as well. Have thanks, come guys. in. Yeah, so uh, it's been a good one. And uh, we're heading towards 10,000 downloads. Well, maybe with a bit of head of steam, we might get it by the turn of the year. But thanks to everybody that uh, contributes to the uh, unsponsored, unfettered Forever Bristol City podcast, now available on Spotify and also Apple Podcast. Guys, thanks for contributing. Thanks. People, Stay safe, thanks you for too. Listening. All the best. Cheers, yeah, Cheers, all. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. All the McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and time supply. See mcdonalds.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.